And where are things now? Michael the Favor is making sure that everything is under control. Wait, do you know where Michael the Favor is? He's in hiding after camp somewhere, but we will find him soon. I don't like not knowing where all the chess pieces are. The next reaction will be one the world will never forget. Mr. Madlock. Wait, that didn't reveal anything. We already knew we were Ryan. <laughs> no, no, you need to reveal that I'm actually... I don't know. <laughs> I also missed an entire line in there, but I don't care. Hello and welcome to AIO Audio News. I'm Michael LeFavor. I'm Ryan Matlock, or am I? You said that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have friends. We've got Timmy Bays. Hey, everyone. Unique to Cragger. Hi. <laughs> and uh, first time appearing on a podcast, William Chad Newsom. Hello, everyone. Yeah, a uh, quick introduction for yourself, Chad. Sure, yes. I'm a, a happily married husband and father of seven. Um, we homeschool our kids. We're big fans of Odyssey. I'm a writer. I've published a number of books and written other ways, too. And I'm working on a couple of Odyssey-related projects that should manifest themselves, uh, if all goes well, in the near future. Yeah, well, I uh, have talked with all of you recently in the past like week, and this reaction has been delayed several times, but it's finally happening now. Unfortunately, Ryan and I are the only ones who haven't heard it yet, but, you know, it's it's okay to <laughs> be like that sometimes. Anyway, um, how are y'all doing today? Woo! Doing great. <laughs> <laughs> no, doing good. well. <laughs> it's a good evening so far. <laughs> We're all uh, so energized. So, spoiler alert, the chairman's back. That's, um... What? Right? That's You're kind of a big me. thing. <laughs> Yeah, so Wait, this isn't the. It's this been 84 the, uh, years. Afternoon uh, reaction. <laughs> seems anyway. so all of a sudden. Yeah, so it has been confirmed. I don't know if we talked about this last time. It has been confirmed. This is the same actor as the chairman Woo, from Novacom. Yeah. So, like, it's go. gotta be the same person. Um, yeah. There aren't a lot of theories that I've heard as far as new things go because we just don't know anything. What yeah. is going on right now? I, I know you guys know it, but Ryan, have you thought of anything new? <laughs> yeah, I think my my go-to is that the plan is not to take over the world with mind control. That's already been mm. done. It'd be a bit redundant, and I it's almost already feel been like done. Some, it'd be redundant. <laughs> so bad. Sorry. I yes, yes. Sorry, I'm just offended that you're out punning me. No, um, <laughs> but I think that. It's probably something worse. Ooh. Like mind control? No, no, no. Worse than mind control. <laughs> wow. I mean, soul mind control. Control. Wow. Mind control. It's something Wait, worse. What? Timmy, mind control? Mime control. <laughs> oh, it's, is that what he said? Is that actually what he said? Mime. <laughs> yes. Like That's Uncle, uh, what was his name? Like Aunt Gertrude. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> if it were something... Ryan. If it were something more maybe like hard hitting at the people of Odyssey, because like the mind control mm. thing, it's sort of a vague threat to the entirety of society. I wonder if the chairman's goals are more personal now. Like you took away my, you took away everything from me. Now I'm going to take every, everything away from you or <laughs> something. The Let's, chairman, the chairman, you have took everything from me. Odyssey fans <laughs> or Ryan. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> or or Jillian, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I that, that would be name. a good move, I think, to go small and as opposed mm. to big. It would it would uh, be a surprise from 
what people would expect given the history of Novacom. There is one thing, though. If they do go small, they're going to make sure everyone knows about it because, remember, these are 24 hours that the world will never forget. And also, mm. the, the mm. album description originally said, will anyone make it out of this day alive? Will Jason have to sacrifice himself to prevent the death of thousands? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Could such a peaceful day end in the start of war? I mean, how big right. is Odyssey? Just I kidding. would imagine maybe thousands. Maybe? Yeah, thousands. Yeah. Definitely. Not many thousands. Odyssey's so confusing. They have an airport. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I know. And a college. Well, I mean, they have, like, at the college, uh, a place where Eugene tried to do a test flight and crashed the airplane yeah. in the green ring. So, like, that True. could just be it. That's, prob- that's probably not it, though. It's just no, it's Odyssey not. Municipal Airport or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope they didn't. Would they have? I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> there was a conversation in the fan club recently about the size of Odyssey. And mm. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Phil Lawler that came in and said it's uh, 16,000 uh, living in the city limits and 20,000 when you include the uh, the surrounding uh, rural areas and everything. Oh, I did see that. Interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. You also have the weird thing from... Um, what was it? Uh, something's got to change with the the Washingtons moving houses. Where mm. I think on one side of Odyssey it's forty five minutes of a commute for Ed, but on the other side it's fifteen minutes, which means hmm. it takes a half an hour to get from one side of the Odyssey to the on one side of Odyssey to the other. I don't think that's legit. I'm trying to remember what that factoid was. Right. Do you guys remember anything about that? I remember the episode. I don't, I don't remember the details. I doubt they nitpick as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You gotta have a solid script. Anyway, um. We've been talking a lot about the the war of ideas or the mm. the the option of it being a piece of ideological information in that watch. Uh, we didn't really touch mm-hmm. on it as much last episode because the watch wasn't really mentioned last episode. But I am wondering if Jillian does end up being sort of maniacal if Ooh. she's if she's actually is there any chance that she's working with the chairman? I'm gonna say I really hope not, and I think not. I'm going to say I really hope so. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have three We have three factions here. We've got um, Jillian, the, the guy who broke into JJ Antiques, and Jason. And I think all we can confirm all three of them are working at cross purposes, or like, except for maybe Jillian and Jason, depending on who you ask, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if the watch is a red herring. Like, it, the guy saying, oh, I'm a, I'm a, a antique aficionado. And him uh, breaking in for the watch is purely coincidental. He is literally just a guy that was like, ooh, a watch. Well, I'll go back to my car and put on some black clothing and that'll be mine. And it just so happens to coincide with everything and it has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of a snarky Rydell reference, but I can't right now. (laughs) Maybe. I I really hope not because I spent such a long time in the first episode trying to figure out what was going on. Like, and someone's like, someone's like, why did you dr- why did you break into J and J Antiques today? And he's like, it's just games. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chairman's voice morphs oh. into Maury's. <laughs> oh. oh come on! The only, the only thing worse would have been Rodney's. Ooh. What? I suppose so. Rodney. Is it was chairman. Rodney all along. I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> I can confirm I haven't been in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, Timmy does a great Rodney, by the way, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Uh, so, question. Is there any way that you can guy, that you guys can get predictions about what's going to happen without giving spoilers for evening? I mean, I don't know about... I can tell. Pred- 
predictions per se. Okay. We can give reactions without and spoilers. You might have mentioned this in a, <laughs> in a reaction earlier, but I was re-listening to the whole series as it is so far. And something I didn't pick up the first listen through is the reason, Dos- Do- the reason Dr. Rusk is in town mm. is to upgrade the technology of the hospital. Oh, which, no. If this is with Novacom, I feel like oh. this is a connection <gasps> we should pay attention to. What? Oh, my. Ooh. Can I Good install call. the Nova boxes into all so- the... Yeah, him uh, being like Mrs. Actor. Riley's thing again. Yeah, wow, Duncan this, Mathis this, right there. <laughs> this isn't spoilery because it isn't. I yeah, <laughs> the minute I heard that he was a doctor and that he's new to town and that he's going to work at the hospital, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> stuff is going down in this episode. He's probably a baddie. <laughs> I so apparently I'm trying to figure out. You know what? I'm not going to say it. The AI wiki page mm-hmm. for uh, what's it for uh, final minutes is already up. And there's already stuff on there that I'm like, what? Oh, so I oh haven't no. spoiled any. I haven't spoiled anything except like that one character shows up, and it's not even that important. So like, I'm not even gonna Ooh. say it because. Ooh, it's... like someone we know. Yeah, like it's <gasps> Joseph. Don't tell in. us. Don't tell us. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. 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 Well, he's not a spoiler. Like, he's already been mentioned in the series, so he's already been mentioned. Yeah. So like, yes. that's not that's not a big deal. Um, but as far as something or else goes. It? They have three, four <laughs> <No>. episodes. <laughs> There's four episodes, including this one we're about to hear, to wrap up this arc. And I don't know if there's a way that it Wait, can be satisfyingly done. Wait, there's only four more? Yeah, this is a six-parter. Really? Yep. Oh. Because album 75, or album 74 goes back to Mori. So, yay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> huh. I, right. I assumed that this... Okay, anyway. <laughs> if we don't have any other ideas, I say... um. How about we go ahead and start? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, I'll get more excited. Yeah, let's <laughs> do this. Let's do yes. it. All right, Woo! without further ado, here we go. We are going to listen to the episode. The next 24 hours will be ones the world will never forget, Mr. Chairman. Chills every single time. Right. Ooh, that's good. That is good. Both? I can go through one and a half shakes watching the National Dog Show, and this might be even more stressful. Gotcha. Okay, two shakes coming up. Wow. My, my memory of Jillian um, being dumb is so ingrained into my brain, I can't forget it. So here, I'm loving yes. listening to this because <clears throat> I know that she is right putting up a farce, and so it sounds just like, where before I was like, what a dumb character. Now I'm just like, what a genius, <laughs> you know? I know, but like whenever she switches back into that mode, I'm like, this is Jillian. I know this person. This is Jillian. But I know like, no, this isn't actually Jillian. It's a lie. Please, Jillian, keep lying. <laughs> <laughs> Did Jillian just take the notes Oh, that, that Connie wrote? Um... Because, like, this seems like a very random scene. And now that we know Jillian is, like, advanced subterfuge during her (laughs) secrecy, I kind of wonder, all those notes that were just taken, either Jillian's just in the know about it, or she might take the notes so that they don't make it to the right people, depending on her motivations for being here right now. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Why are we... Like, why are we seeing this? And also, you said, oh, I, I want to try to backtrack just uh, just real quick. Um, I think there were a couple pieces that I was missing during that scene. Oh, so one is 
the sus- Rusk says the suspect had a deep voice and a New Jersey accent. Yes. Yeah, I is couldn't. Is that anyone we I, know? I didn't. Is that so, the chairman? No. It's yeah, not the I said. I said. Oh, because it sounded like that might be the chairman. I don't know if that's but it, is his is his like a New Jersey accent. I have no idea, man. He sounded. Actually, but it sounded it is, kind of like a, oh, what's his face from the top floor? Kern. Yeah, Dalton Kern. Dalton and Kern. I don't know if he has a New Jersey accent or a different. Like it sounds kind of like a New okay. York maybe accent. I don't well, know if those are okay. close. Anyway, fortunately, we've reached the point past on which I've been spoiled, um, because uh, oh. the spoiler was that Sky wrote something on a piece of paper. And so, like, with that, uh, apparently, like, the the person who sent me this part was actually very helpful in saying that, oh, um, also, Connie could look at the notepad on which she wrote the, the note and see the imprint of whatever the note was that she wrote underneath of that, like, in case they needed to see what she was writing down. So, who'd she get the call from again? Or did, was she writing down notes? Uh, Wait, oh, she wasn't so, writing down so notes. So, she got the phone call from the guy... Who's uh, Dr. Rusk? Oh, I mean, Sky. Sky got a phone call just now? Didn't she? I thought she did. Yeah, she got a phone call and then Jillian it was, was talking lot. with Connie. It was a lot. I was confused a little bit, but so okay, they're saying so they're saying something... Sky could they're saying Sky could write something down. So that Sky, so whatever Sky writes down, maybe that is a spoiler for later in the episode, but anyway, Sky writes something down. So then if Connie needs if they like need to see, oh, I wonder what Sky wrote, they could look at the the notepad and mm-hmm. the imprints underneath of it and see what that is okay. like i don't see how that's significant yet but i guess we'll figure it out okay like a bug of some sort yeah. in order to track jason do you think the break-in and the kidnapping are connected well, the timing is certainly interesting i'm gonna head over there and do a more thorough search that makes yeah, sense that's just 101 when you're trying to figure out these kind of cases that's <laughs> yeah obvious why didn't we think of that but also that doesn't make any sense because jason never went inside after the thing was planted if there was a thing that was planted. Sure. Oh, so, wait. No, he did. He did to pick up that... that th- Oh. Oh, no. and that's how they knew that... where he was going. Duh. Okay. <laughs> that all makes sense. Okay. All right. So, yeah. That's it. Okay. They just wanted to figure out how to kidnap Jason. Fair enough. So there's nothing in the watch? I was right. The watch is a red herring. No, buddy! <laughs> oh, I'm very sad now. Because my information war theory, your information war theory now. That was interesting. I was wrong. It might still be the case. (laughs) No, it might still be the case. There might be some other piece of information stored somewhere that is relevant, but maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Why didn't we figure that out on our own? Why do we have to wait for this episode to tell us? Uh, We're. Does this mean I'm not smart, Ryan? No. It means I'm smart. No, it's obviously. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I need to keep it's going. It's not that you're not smart, no. but that I, my <laughs> intellect vastly exceeds yours. <laughs> no, no. See, it means I'm both smart and dumb because I made both the prediction. Play the that... episode. Just play the episode. <laughs> okay. What were you thinking? Setting me up with that woman. Oh, to order off that kid's menu. Well, you, you... Burk. So, uh, half your age is uh, 27. Mm-hmm. Plus. It... Oh, I. Forgot to carry the one. Forgot <laughs> to carry the one. <laughs> Dilly noted, Burke is not good at math. Oops. I am your man who's not good at math. <laughs> they both need to get over themselves. It was a blind date for Just a little bit, yeah. A blind date. This is funny seeing these two characters who are so 
Yeah. Uh, apparently, put it against each yeah, other. Yeah, apparently, because they're bad at listening, it was also a deaf date. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, I love Unless this. you wanted to say. I love this here. I, I was amused by the whole, well, I was using the math and then... Oh, wait, I forgot to carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like 10 years off. I think there's a joke from Parks and Rec like that, too, where there's a character that's trying to figure out if they're allowed to date someone that's pretty young, and they do the math, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine, and then they're like, wait, what, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, of all the jokes to have on Odyssey, this is one of the first times we've had dating jokes, and I think it's really funny. It is. It Honestly. is. I, I don't think that kids will get it, like, at all. Like, it kind of flies over their heads a little bit. But it's still yeah. really funny. Thank you, Kathy. And the first letters of July, August, September, October, and November spell out my name. <laughs> right. Oh! And what? Ah. So, Chairman just wants to blow up the world now? I guess. Or make money blowing up the world? From who? Or, you know what? Blow up Odyssey, <laughs> since the only people capable of stopping these high-tech plans to take over the world all reside there. Always come from Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't think that fits with the description. I mean, it would make sense, but then if it threatens the entire world, then... Or, no. I guess... No, here's the plan, is to blackmail, Odyssey. blackmail Jason to give up, like, Applesauce password or something, um, or <laughs> blow up Odyssey. The, so, the contact at the Pentagon was just the first step, and now he knows, he knows more than just that? Maybe. Okay, so that kind of fits. This guy, Ale- Alexander Dervishi, is this guy's name? I think that's what it was, yeah. Okay, so Sir Dervishi has nuclear weapons, which are which are nuclear weapons, and he uses them, like Blackguard used Ruku, to hold countries hostage, and uh, whatever, however, however much people pay him. So if Jason has to sacrifice himself to prevent the death of thousands... Then maybe say, like, one of the deals is with the chairman who wants to blow up Odyssey. Or whatever this is, is supposed to be to prevent this guy from peddling these... I had a train of thought and I just completely lost it. Did you, did you have any other... <clears throat> I think it's self-explanatory. Or it could I think be I've already that, said that, too. It could be... So if Alexander Davishi is wanting Jason, like, he's after Jason, like Jillian says, and it's just like, Jason's made enemies and they want... They want revenge or to just take him out so he doesn't mess up their plans again. It could be that Davici's idea is try to get Jason. If Jason runs, blackmail him and say, well, if you don't come to me and let me take you out, then I'm going to take out all your friends. And so Jason Ah. has to make a sacrificial decision. Okay. Hmm. It's sort of instead of chasing down your prey, you let them come to you Harry Potter style. Can we have this actually end with Jason actually sacrificing himself? Because that'd be kind of a dope ending for oh Jason. Oh my goodness. That w- there's an arc. Yeah! He never escaped from the agency. Yeah. He succumbed to it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, he's always playing the James Bond, I always survive character. And he even, in album 50... Uh, did like fake this whole he, he fake dies and he's like oh yeah I'm gonna go sacrifice myself for you guys but it was all a ploy JK. <laughs> it was all a ploy and a, a good like it'd be an interesting like uh, foreshadowing of what actually happens later in the end mm. 
and also okay. and also like a certain like oh are you willing to do this if you actually have to do it hmm okay yeah i mean the album description does say it's an explosive conclusion that would be so. quite explosive we wouldn't get our julian and jason ship if that happened we we still have buddy we still have like 18 hours left to go <laughs> they get they get married at the last minute <laughs> <laughs> So, are the suspect in the green jacket, then, is the guy? Yeah. And he's handing off a package? To Mo. He's handing off a package. He's not getting a package. Oh, I, I didn't catch whether it was one or the other. I suppose it could be either. Was this after? This was the, before the break-in. The break-in. Or, well, sure? it doesn't, it, well, it doesn't say. It says they started at 9, and then they went until uh, they saw something. And the break-in occurred at 9 to 6. Okay, so this could have been after. He could have taken something from the antique shop that was a package. Unless it was a ruse. Or I think I think the idea is that he got something from Mo or he gave he something, something to Mo. Yeah. Um, but whatever the case, the break in probably happened after. Because they probably if it's the alley, then they would have seen other, they would have seen Rusk get beat up first. Was that the same alleyway though? I don't know. Maybe I don't think it was. I think it was. This is footage from House Diner, right? Which is oh, not this is nearby. further down the street. I see. He might have got something from the cash register then, or maybe they just haven't checked uh, to see what he got, and it was something else somewhere, somewhere else in the um, in the antique shop. Sure. Um, I or just don't know if or there's, it's no, like, there's no way we can predict this. Yeah, though. or it's something think. like a painting that they replaced with a fake. Hmm. Okay. You mean like uh, a camera hitting behind a painting now? <laughs> or like they maybe they took one of the existing paintings why would he hand it off though that i don't know mo loves art okay that's it it's it's the whole thing the chairman's actually working for mo right exactly he just wants to have all of the world's art be given to mo he wants he wants mo of the world's art i don't know no we'll figure it out <laughs> do you really like eating mayonnaise by the spoonful don't knock it till you try it Ugh. No, Jillian's still crazy. <laughs> because mayonnaise? Yes. <laughs> That's the only reason? Okay. Dravishi has an has has Jason heard Dravishi's accent before? I think He said it's not the same accent. Maybe she's just let him in on the fact that it's a New Jersey accent. Dravishi is or, the guy in green? I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, I don't wait, know no. Here either. Jason knows Jason tracked down Dravishi. Oh, he would know okay, his that's... accent. That's self-explanatory. Um, I, it would hit me as we were listening to this scene, the implications of everybody finding out that Jillian's been an agent this whole time. And if she, if her case is done, her just disappearing, the audience is going to know who she is. So I would not be opposed to her appearing in more episodes as a dumb person. And then on the side being, hey, Jason, and stuff like that. But, you know, <laughs> uh, other than that, I... It's really interesting seeing how Connie's processing all this and how she instantly jumps to, yeah, everyone knows before me. It's like, no, nobody knew before you did. You're the third. Like, two people. The third yeah. person. Connie, you were also the only person to know that Jason was still alive. Do you expect, to, 50, so. do you expect to learn about secret agents before Jason and Wit? <laughs> <sighs> 3 a.m. So 3 a.m. means Connie? that we are so assuming that the end point of 28 hours is 1 o'clock. Uh, because if it started at 9, that puts it at 1. That means we're 10 hours away. Three episodes in 10 hours. Then again, Red Elf Revelations took place in two hours, so that's fine. So anyway. three, you're saying three episodes has taken 10 hours? No, the next three episodes will take place in the next two hours. 
in the next two hours? I'm sorry, ten hours. Ten. Okay. Yeah, that. My brain. I mean, is that tired. makes sense. That makes sense. Like when everything heats up at the end of Novacom, it takes less time, whereas mm-hmm. earlier it takes a lot of time. You know. Right, because they're just putting the pieces together and stuff. Right, okay. yeah. Right, and like laying and groundwork. And time has to pass for Kanye to mourn and everything. Right, exactly. Okay, all right. Except this time we all get in. A, we get in a six-parter anyway, so we don't have to wait for it. Thanks. Yay. Great. Ah, uh, sometimes I wish the club didn't exist. Let's keep going. Thank you for calling. You've reached Sky Feldstein. <laughs> Feldstein? Sky Feldstein is what? What? <laughs> that's really funny what (laughs) i'm so confused i'm not yelling i'm just laughing this is funny this is really funny so cobra orange is supposed to be a bad guy yeah (laughs) turns out sky is also sky is also this top secret somebody but like like a good person like they're they're working undercover too sky Sure, why not? Because this is Sky. So? It's Cobra Orange. Yeah, and? So, she's a double agent? Yeah. No, let's finish the episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that Jason has so many people who care about protecting him. He's got three. Even when Jason was tired of <laughs> Evening was written and directed by Kathy Buchanan. Woo! With sound nice designed by Luke Ganeau and Zach Schneider. Yay! And music by John Campbell. Yeah, John Campbell. And I'm hey. Chris. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. So, uh, guys, the reaction that Ryan and I had to the ending of the episode, like, that I had, Ryan's reaction was basically the same. What? As last time. (laughs) My reaction last time was yelling. Lots of yelling. (laughs) My reaction this time was just laughter. Oh. (laughs) Why? No, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes I mean, sense it, anymore. It also would make sense of earlier in the episode when she gets the phone call at wit's end and she's like, I've got to take this. And also oh, right. oh, yeah. she Ooh. takes the she takes the pad from Connie. She could use a pencil on that pad to figure out what the information on the top was and just report that back to whoever she's Wait. working for. Yeah. Wait, what was on the notepad that she didn't know? Um, I think she heard everything, didn't she? That was I mean, down. she heard Connie kind of muttering hmm, about maybe. what about what Doctor Rusk was saying, but she could also yeah, like have copied. Yeah. She could also have copied down the own the notes about what she reported to Connie, just so that she can yeah. see all the stuff that Pole House or uh, that she levied at Pole House again, so that she could feel good about it. That is a really <laughs> sloppy move, though. <laughs> That is a really sloppy move, though, to have the jacket of the guy who broke in be the jacket yeah. from the place where she works. I'm surprised that, yeah. that she was that sloppy. Yeah, so. when I first when I heard the the very first episode, I assumed that that whole thing was a red herring, and thus the jacket also was a red herring. But it sounds like maybe it won't be. And also, know. they're in the news station right now. Yeah, mm. which is kind of scary if get she's out, not get out, on get their out, side. Get out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They can't. They're watching you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm really curious. Mm. So the way it looks like it's shaping up is that the guy who broke in took uh, something from an in an envelope from J&J Antiques and then gave that to Mo. Mm. All I know is that 
didn't we in the security footage hear someone uh, open the cash register? Yes. And then this episode, uh, Polehouse says nothing around the cash register, meaning I don't think they opened it. Oh. Again, yeah. everybody's just being super sloppy with their work here. What is going on? <laughs> so we don't know if something's in it or if something was in it that was taken out. Hmm. Yeah, good point. Good point. So now that we know that also what Jason has is nuclear launch codes that he knows. What? Right. Jason? Yeah, that's stepping up the stakes a bit. Well, I, mean, I never doubted man? him. I don't understand why sense. he would need that. Like, yeah. hey, Jason, uh, we're going to need you to do some contract work. Oh, by the <laughs> way, in <laughs> case you need to blow anything up, uh, here. Here's the most dangerous piece of information <laughs> that you could possibly have. Yeah, a semi-retired agent. <laughs> and Jason's like, aren't people going to come after me for this? What? Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to yeah. just imagine what, what scenario... Do they yeah. do they expect Jason's gonna be like just living my small town life in Odyssey? <laughs> do 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 do. Oh oh, something's going down in the Middle East. Let me call my guy at the Pentagon. Yeah, it's time to go. We're blowing it up, boys. <laughs> it, it's but it's, it's a certainly little, upping it's a... the stakes, but it's uh, is it plausible? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So oh there was God. a lot of information in this episode, way more yeah. than the previous two. I, I've yes. seen some some reactions that yeah, this one wasn't my favorite, but like I I still liked it. I think there was a lot no, of yeah. the interactions between Connie and Jillian that are oh, really yeah. solid. Um, oh, the scene between Paul House and Sky is also interesting. It's that funny. first thing <laughs> the episode is now relevant. Yeah, um, this I think we needed a break after the intensity mm. of the last two episodes. We still got a yeah. fun reveal at the end, so yeah, I'm a fan. It, yeah, uh, we need more information, and this is giving that. It is called evening. It makes sense to kind of wind down a little bit. Yeah, Connie fell asleep. <laughs> I, I, I will admit it was a little bit strange at first to hear that Jason was he couldn't shake the idea of this uh, mm. place the, the place that he contracted for that we've never heard of before this and they kind of have to use expositional dialogue mm. to get us there and yeah. I wish that had been worked in uh, like a little bit earlier into the series like mm-hmm. back yeah. back when Jillian was introduced if this idea could have been foreshadowed mm. back there uh, maybe Kathy didn't have that yet mm-hmm. but yeah and yeah yeah yeah, in general, I would have liked a, a little more foreshadowing in general before this album landed on us. Yeah. Like, it feels very, boom, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess the thing with Jason makes sense because the chairman asked for his contact at the Pentagon. So right. he would be thinking about, who would I have at the Pentagon? Oh, yeah, that person. Oh, yeah, that job I worked on. So that would make sense. Uh, doesn't he say that even? Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Or maybe it's all a red herring, and he asked for the Pentagon thing so that Jason, because he's like, oh yeah, eh. if Jason thinks that we know what he knows, he'll go focus on something else. And it's all a wild goose chase. Yeah, because like, if Jason, something's going to happen at one o'clock, I think is the idea. If nine o'clock was hour zero, and then mm. one o'clock is 28 hours later. Hmm. It's interesting that Jason... I don't, and I can't remember if this has been hinted at before, but Jason seems to have inherited Wit's spiritual sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feeling yeah. of dread and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, that's kind of all we're working off right now, which I actually, I, I love that they're incorporating that into a story. I always love when they do, because that's that's something that we as Christians have that's such a help to us, is that spiritual, like, you know, hints and foreknowledge that hmm. God gives us sometimes. Yeah. And, and I just love when they represent that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they've been a little bit reluctant to do it uh, recently, or like in the past, 
Um, I, with Wit, it was a couple times that since, and then with Jack, no. what am I talking about? They haven't been reluctant. They've done it tons of times. <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Jason, <laughs> Jason's like, yeah. hmm, how do I describe it? Well, the, the nuclear blast from submarines, it's kind of like getting close to a hot oven. <laughs> 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 and Connie's like, where's the, where's the castles and cauldrons again? Where are they playing it? Let's go find it. Turns out the chairman's just playing castles and cauldrons. <laughs> the game was yeah, way I'm, more dangerous than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that Jason hasn't just been, you know, selling antiques. I've always thought that that oh, was so yeah. boring for him. Hey, I love that. That's that's I I love that for him. It's great. I mean, <laughs> he's always wants to be busy. I I just couldn't picture him happy. You know, I don't. Jason know. wouldn't be Jason if he didn't have a few secrets. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, a little excitement. I thought the secret was the recipe for raspberry ripple. Not that he's gonna be. Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. We don't talk about that. All right. The chair. That's <laughs> what the chairman's the after. <laughs> oh yes, please. <laughs> he finally. He's <laughs> like. Give him a he's like. I know that there's only two people who know that recipe. You and your guy at the <laughs> Pentagon for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Not Whitaker. Okay. Turns out Whitaker's the guy at the Pentagon. Oh, plot twist. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Marx Brothers do Odyssey. Uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was something else. Well, I thought when. Connie and Jillian were going through the list of medical, I guess, things that, what is his name, had invested in? There's so much information. I took notes. I took notes this time through. go for it, Unique. What is it? Oh, do I give you the rundown? (laughs) Well, what was the rundown of the medical equipment? Okay. Did you have that? So, no, I know there, uh, from what I remember, it was, uh, Ah. it was just, it was medical technology, something about like a heart. uh, Yeah, like electronic hearts. uh, yeah, multiple sclerosis. That word, sclerosis. Yeah, that one. Um, and then something else. Yeah, I was. I was just of, waiting for them to say and brain waves to radio waves. I know exactly. That, that's what yeah. I was waiting for. That for would be a bit on the nose. But it's yeah. the same <laughs> saga. Like, oh, it's no, like, hmm, this is a puzzle. <laughs> and Connie's like, wait, let me call Mitch. <laughs> oh. Mitch is like, no, don't interrupt me and Marine. <laughs> anyway, I know Chad's got thoughts on that one. Oh, uh, on, Mitch? on Marine? On, on Mitch, you know, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, it was partly just the way they um, handled the uh, the breakup. Um, yeah. And there was, a, there was a sort of a strange connection to that in here. Uh, just mm-hmm. to, to give a bit of background, I was at a conversation with somebody uh, online about um, the Mitch Connie thing. And I was saying, you know, that... They, one of the reasons they give is that she just gets totally stressed out when there's all this intrigue and danger going on. And I found that kind of uh, unconvincing because mm. Connie's gotten in. She's been in so many adventures, dangers. Mm. She gets kidnapped, is offered to some people, get a new wardrobe. <laughs> right. <And she's> just <laughs> waiting for her this time. Yeah. And as a matter mm. of fact, she got kidnapped again on the way to Washington to see Mitch. But she's so inured to the trauma of that kind of thing that she doesn't even mention it. You know, there's no sign that she's struggling with it at all. But we're supposed to believe that Connie's PTSD after Mitch gets fake kidnapped by his FBI buddies is the deal breaker mm. for getting married to Mitch. And I'm just thinking, eh, wrong answer. But there's an interesting <laughs> moment in this episode where uh, Jillian says something like, uh, "How do you do this? You know, you're you're taking orders and or you're taking messages and you're you're, mm. you're making shakes. And one of your best friends has been kidnapped." And she says, "Yeah, you get used to it." <laughs> so I thought, that's- <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that she acknowledged it. 
like I feel like often the world of Odyssey is like, oh, it's just quaint and calm. But when you think about the amount of stuff that like these characters have been through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either yeah. an, an acknowledgement that serves the story well, or it's just a self-aware fourth wall break. Like, yeah, yeah. this happens all the time. <laughs> I yeah, feel like, I like that. the writers use Cotty to do this a lot. Like, um, <laughs> what, what was it? I don't remember. I don't have the encyclopedic memory for episodes that Michael does, but yeah, um, I will tell you, <laughs> but you tell me the episode, but Connie's like, Oh, everyone knows that Eugene and Katrina were going to adopt Buck. Um, yeah, that's episode it's because number she's speaking on behalf of the fan base. That's episode number, number 739. That ties up behind part one. You're scary. How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I know which episode number 500 is. I'm sorry, that's not 739, that's 751. I'm oh, how dare you. <laughs> well, because Making the club. numbers. Encyclopedic <laughs> memory, my foot. <laughs> Your foot Speaking of made-up numbers, <laughs> what number episode what is my 55 foot, 55 plus Michael? 7. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, speaking of made-up numbers, what is half of 55 plus 7? Apparently uh, it's gonna be 20... Wait, 23? What? <laughs> 20 uh, 30 34 and a half did you remember right? to carry the one right. <laughs> yes right right <laughs> i did yeah that's that's just funny i, I love how I they're ha- using officer burke as like a comical character oh, but serious yeah, i love I like it him. also it's marshall like so him. i'm very happy about it yes i was feeling just a touch of david harley with him but just a little yes yes Oh, that I would love that they can continue this character i was initially yeah. um, in um yes. like at the beginning of I think halfway through the first episode, there were some interactions between him and Jillian where I was like, I can see that. Yeah. Sort of. He's cute. <laughs> but then at the end of the episode, I'm like, no, this is not happening. Oh. You could sing her oh, a song. Oh, with Jillian. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am your man who can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. <laughs> but my I'm joke. so in love <laughs> with, with you. you. <laughs> yeah, that was Ryan's <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. All credit to Ryan Matlock, copyright 2022, The Entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious. I, I was looking back at my notes. All that we know about the guy who broke into uh, the place uh, is that he had a deep New Jersey accent. So we ah, know New to look Jersey. out for that. And not that it has to be him just because we've heard him before and he's a villain. Uh, would you say, does, is Dalton's accent a New Jersey accent? Dalton ah. Uh, Ryan mentioned that, actually. Yeah, I, I wonder. The only reason I, you know, he's a villain. We know him. He fits the description. So it's worth mentioning, maybe. <laughs> no, don't bring Dalton Curran to this. I don't want that. I don't want that parallel. I mean, I mean originally Eugene was supposed to be in this thing, right? Oh, he was? <gasps> yeah. But yeah, if it's Curran, I'll be very sad. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Uh, he got a mention, though. So Yeah, he did. Yes, that was I was, nice. I was really, it was really nice to hear that, just to establish... Like, nothing's happened yet in the world in any direction. Everything's normal. Like, I like yes. that. Yeah. Just a little reassurance of what's going on. Eugene's okay. For for now, at least. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. here's a, here's a nice. good question. Since we've got five of us on this call, what do you guys think about the possibility of recasting Eugene? Oh. Oh. Be Only if they can really do it well. Like, they'd have to really do it well. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in favor of it if you could get someone, and I, I would love to see this with other characters too, someone with a, a talent like Rich mm. Little, where his Jimmy Stewart was famously better than the original. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you get somebody with that level of talent to, to really make it sound uh, as close as possible, Authentic. then maybe. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, I think yeah. Will Ryan's 
pretty irreplaceable. Mm. Yeah, even back in the day, I think it was Steve Bridges who tried to do a Eugene impression yeah. uh, back in 2000. For Novacom. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I've, I've gotten used to hearing Steve Bridges' voice on Paws and Tales with Austin, those reviews we've been doing. But then um, he's he's now passed away, I think, so mm. he wouldn't be around to even, even try that. So it had to be someone. <laughs> Maybe they could get somebody from the fan club who's got a Eugene mm. voice. Who knows, yeah. Mm. That would be great. Yeah, I would. So, I would be oh. down for a recast. It well, it. I don't know if it's done well. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. and if they like properly acknowledge it, like you know, first episode where it's the new voice, just throw a couple of fourth wall breakers of like we know it's different. Yeah, right. I but, think they you would, know. like because I know there's a tribute to Will Ryan in the podcast, but I think if they would release that as a bonus episode to an album before they ever get to the recast That's portion smart. um mm. just to kind of give yeah, everyone just for people a sense who of may closure and yeah, that'll go a long way and then yeah something especially other than what they did for bart yeah wait like, what did they do for bart well, so they, they didn't do anything they had a tom riley tribute though they had a tom riley well, no, tribute and what? then bart just kind of showed up for one episode voiced by another character I don't mm. hate that actor though. Me neither. I don't know. Oh, yeah, let's go. Bart. Need... <laughs> it's just like well, <laughs> he could have if they kept him around, I could have got used to him. And right. apparently yeah, he was I good like friends I... with Walker Edmiston, which is kind of nice, but he yeah. didn't sound like him at all. Right. And I think I, I, what the okay. thing is with a character so beloved for so many years, you have to treat that with a certain amount of respect. I think if they had had the tribute mm-hmm. and then maybe gone ahead and done those episodes with a certain like even disclaimer saying hey the voice has changed uh they did that mm-hmm. for uh the ch- the series on uh, the series being streamed uh the chosen uh yeah. for the yes. second okay. for yes. the second season one of the characters who played or one of the actors who played one of the disciples uh they changed the actor and they had a little blip at the beginning that said hey the character of this disciple is going to be played by this new actor, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, I think, appropriate way to handle it because, like, it was a yeah. it was a more minor character, I'd say, than Bart. But at least the audience isn't left like, "Who's this loser?" <laughs> kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it kind yeah. of would give the audience like an acknowledgement of like, "Hey, yeah, we know it's different. <laughs> You're not going crazy, and this is why." And yeah, something like that for Eugene. Yeah, right. Okay. It'd be a little bit of closure, but also moving on in a way. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, we're we're not we're not stuck here. We we still know what we're we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. here's our plan. We. We've loved Will Ryan as an actor. Yeah. Um, and we've made the decision to move on. If that is yeah. the decision they make, because they might we'll choose see. to write him off the show. But I think Which, I think Eugene's yeah. arc, honestly, I think Eugene's arc is over. Because like I was, he's he's yeah. adopted the son. That's I was so the, yeah. So happy that that was the last episode like we proper heard from him. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was mm-hmm. wonderful well, it's to not, hear after he's we still knew. in he's still in like Knox on the second Knox yeah, on episode, but, I think. So but, yeah, as, but Eugene. Not as Eugene. Okay, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's true. Additionally, was, and knowing, oh, yeah, knowing he was gone and that that was the like one of the last things we'd hear from him, it was so, so nice to hear. Yeah. Additionally, additionally, whatever episode they do next with a new Eugene, assuming that they recast, I think an appropriate thing would be to have that episode focus on something like loss or something like that, because I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that makes the handoff from. Um, the original first wit, the first wit uh, off to um, Jack Allen when they did that, 
that episode yeah. is a, mm. like my wife still cries at it and I do too mm. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's a good cry because we get to have an episode to say goodbye to this much beloved character and actor and we get to hear the characters in the episode doing that as well. But then the following episode deals with, okay, now things are going to change, but mm. like they even have places where Jack is talking to Connie and he's like, hey, I'm not trying to replace Wit. I'm just kind of mm. here to do my best job. And Connie gets to kind of go through the same feelings the audience might be dealing with. <laughs> and if they could masterfully mm. produce uh, an equivalent for the character of Eugene and whoever might take mm-hmm. over for that role, I think that would be really sweet and well uh, well placed given how much Will Ryan lent to the character. Yeah. Mm. Again, Connie talks for the audience. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked how they kind of used the same way to usher in Andre Stoika is they use Jack Allen again, which unfortunately if they ever have to do this again, they won't have get to, but they, they were able to use Jack to introduce him again. Yeah, I thought that was passages. a cool way to... Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Well, we, most people don't. I, I think not most people, but passages isn't as well circulated as the rest of the series, which is, is. unfortunate, so, right? Because it's <laughs> great. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I, I think for the the pass off to Andre Stoika though, it's if you're just listening through the albums, and even if you're listening to passages, it's kind of like, oh, who's who's this guy again? Mm. Yeah, um, I know there were a lot of fans who really bristled when Andre Stoika came on, even when he was in passages. Because it was just he was just so different, so oh yes, it, it would still be hard. <laughs> it and, would still be really hard. And because they didn't get a transitionary episode, um, yes, right. We we got a tribute, but I think it was harder. I think maybe for people to hear that, like because I don't know if it was in as a bonus episode. I don't remember hearing it at all, actually. Okay, yeah, I think there's a podcast, maybe. Or maybe yeah. I'm just making it up. But yeah, because there wasn't that transitionary period um, or even episode, a lot of fans kind of felt like this second beloved actor that they had gotten to know and love and who actually sounded remarkably like the original um, it didn't get the same treatment that the uh, that Hal Smith got. Um, and so they didn't right. they didn't get to say they didn't get to say goodbye and it kind of feels the same way as the new Bart actor in that one episode when you first hear Andre Stoika, because it is there is a discernible difference. Oh yeah. Mm. Alrighty, shall we call it a day here? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't have anything question. else to say. I'm excited for Thursday, I, right? Do Do we have any predictions yeah. on where Ooh, this might be going? Yes. Yeah. To nuclear Jay warfare. Jay is a secret agent. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you had something. I mean, to he me. is about as. I do have a. Pre- <laughs> yeah, I have two things. One is a question, and the other one is a wild prediction. Um, the question is: We know who Cobra Orange is, but who's Agent One? Yeah, oh! I feel like it has to be someone we know. Like they wouldn't mention it if it wasn't there, and so mm. it's somebody we know. Um, mm. I think it's Jillian, but that's just me. Um, it's our man like, in blue. Yeah. Is it Burke? <laughs> it's Burke. It could oh, be wait. Burke. Do you th- do you think it actually is Jillian then? Me? Okay, here's my theory. Here's my prediction. Okay. okay. I think that Sky and Jillian and Rusk are all working together to distract Polehouse, Wit, everybody from what's actually going on. And somebody has to come in and save the day. It mm. has to be and this is again my wild prediction. It has to be a woman because the whole thing Monica! is leading 
Yes. Okay. So <gasps> I have like a list. It has oh. to be a woman to come save the day because Paul House is so frustrated with women and he's going to be so mad if he has to congratulate a woman at the end of the day for winning <laughs> everything. Right? Yeah. So Monica Stone, where is she? Her actress is still, Melissa Disney is doing Odyssey things left and right still. She's around. She easily can come back and she can have a redemption moment and save the day. Yeah, okay. she is the most likely person to come back from Novacom, if anybody. If the chairman's here, that opens the door to anybody coming back. Exactly. Number two, Tasha Forbes. They just had her in <laughs> Rydell. No, she loves no, Jason no, still. No, no, this could no, happen. No. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. This just, no, you know. No. I mean, I'm getting Rydell flashbacks right now, but okay, maybe this will be Sorry. better. <laughs> Number three, they mentioned they, they mentioned Lily Graham. Wit's going to call her. She's going to have some outside knowledge. I wouldn't be terribly i mean they he wouldn't mention her unless it was important right so she has some connection there's gonna be something about her later mm. and jillian also was like nah you don't need to call her it's kind of late but he did anyways so i'm like ah. yeah. and number four my favorite option i think maybe jillian will let connie go thinking that connie won't be any harm and keep Jason and Wit hostage in the TV station, and oh, cool. Connie will do what she's not supposed to do and tell somebody what's going on, and that will save the day. Ooh, I Ooh. like that last option, too. That's yeah. my favorite one. Mm, because it gives Connie a good arc, which Connie hasn't had in a while. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I, I enjoy your predictions, Timmy. Very, very lively. Thank you. Mm. They're probably all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I think that one was interesting. And I, I'm also, I can't remember who it was earlier. Was it Timmy that said, uh, you're hoping for Jillian to be evil? I have to say I'm on team Jillian as a bad guy too. I think that would be interesting. Yes. No. Yes. I don't know why. I don't want people to be bad. I'm a pastor. I want everyone to be good. <laughs> Jillian, but the drama. <laughs> so the drama and conflict. Here's yeah. I often wish terrible things on fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. That's not healthy. G.K. <laughs> Ch- Chesterton once said, uh, "A book without a wicked character is a wicked book," and I, I think that it's because <laughs> it's denying the, the reality of evil. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You, we, we want the best of people. We want to think the best of them, and that they're going to do the right thing. Well, see, so I, you're saying I don't that want Rydell is a wicked book. Like, I don't even care about Jillian being good from a I just want her to be good perspective. Like it's just because we've already had the twist of Jillian is actually a secret agent for it to be two or three episodes later that it's like, ha, she's not. She's actually evil, too, is maybe just a bit too much for for that like one character, because then you just you're just like, is anything real? Does anything exist yeah, that I, I can grasp mm-hmm. onto in this episode series? That's literally what Connie says. She did say <laughs> in that. In the description. Yeah. Right. Is any mm. is anyone in this town really who they say they right. are in the original description for the album? Right. Like, I'm so, down for Sky to turn out to be evil because we haven't had a twist for Sky yet. It'd just be a bit weird for it'd be like, huh, I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good, I'm bad. <laughs> if we'd had Jillian suddenly turning out to be evil again. So I don't know. Yeah, so do you I think, think that like I'm, do you think that Sky like Jillian knew that Sky was an agent back in Good Job where they first met? Ooh. No, no, I don't think probably she probably not. Okay, because she's just finding it out now. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And she wouldn't hide out at the station probably if she knew. Mm. Fair. Okay. Do you think Sky Fair. knew that Jillian was an agent Ooh. back then? It's entirely possible. And she was we like, don't know. you don't get a job here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's also a really bad meteorologist, so. 
Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious what guy being involved will mean for whatever the plot that the, the evil plan is. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. I can't make any guesses. I don't know. Hmm. It's 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 really curious. I don't know. Now yeah, I need to listen to this one a second time before uh, making any predictions. Now we have mm-hmm. Agent One. Was it Agent One or was it the other one that was contacting Sky? Um, uh, Agent One know. and Cobra thought, Orange oh, were. I made a note. Oh, good. <laughs> she has a note. Let me see. I I yeah. Uh, okay. I made a list of all of the people on who are the supposed bad guys. Okay. Um, we've got Chairman. Um, what's his face? The Nuclear guy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> did you get the doctor person? What was his name? Or yes, medical uh, researcher? Uh, sh- the, the one who was uh, killed in the house explosion. That was Dr. Yes. Colette Blanchard. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Lily Graham worked for her organization, which oh, was her, funded okay. by the uh, guy who does nuclear stuff. That's sus. Okay, so then we got... Not quite. So we have uh, Alexander, what's his last name? Um, Davici, yeah, Davici, yeah, no, Davici, yeah, him, Agent One, Cobra Orange, and um, and Cobra Orange being Sky, and then oh, it's Mo that's been in contact with uh with uh oh, Cobra okay. Orange, the the uh monosyllabic man. <laughs> what, what I want to know is how the daughter of of uh Guy Feldstein became an evil secret yeah. agent. Oh, well, right. I don't know if she is cuz here's the thing. The oh. yeah, we don't know. The uh the reason that they called her is I think it was um Cobra Orange. They were cross-referencing the um phone calls and found that Cobra Orange was calling Sky a lot, right? N- no, it was that uh Derichi had been calling Cobra. Dervici is calling Cobra? Yeah. So where where does Sky's phone number come into this? I need to hear this episode. Cobra Orange is Sky. Cobra Orange's number is Sky's number. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is, Ryan. Did you not realize that? No, I... Right, sorry. It's just a lot to keep track of. It's a very complicated plot. No, I kept... The first time I listened through, I was like, I didn't remember half of that. So this time I was taking notes. No. So Cobra Orange is Sky. Possibly. It's her phone number. And that would be a dumb twist to have the end of the episode be, wait, Sky is Cobra Orange? And then have it be, no, it's just her phone. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's strange, and I don't really like that. Um, I yeah. will say, yeah, yeah. as a side note, I would give an approve on this one, because this episode tackled mm-hmm. a lot of really interesting topics and was sort of a, 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 a meanwhile, the good guys are doing this sort of episode. I liked it. Yeah. I, I do think that the, the, the exposition was very very prominent in this one yes it was so mm-hmm. that was it was that was the main downside it was it really, it really has to, to be though i mean yeah you don't want to see an alternate 28 hours though so i'm gonna stick with just saying that uh, <laughs> <laughs> ryan gets it michael's new project <laughs> oh no but it is interesting that we're halfway through now and we've there's barely been anything seen of the chairman it's it's been mostly following the good guys but with the occasional you know whatever they're doing with sky and all that but that that argues for a very packed final three episodes in terms of the action yeah the last three episodes take place within eight and a half hours if i if my calculations are right that sounds right yeah Mm -hmm. because if it's 4 30 right now and the end time is 1 p.m which is four hours after nine o'clock the previous day, or 28 hours after the 9 o'clock the previous day, then that puts it at eight and a half hours left. 
my my main prediction is that the hospital it's a kind of an obvious prediction the hospital and the random doctor guy and lily it's it's all going to be heavily involved in whatever the plan is Mm. Yeah, there's a lot and of Dr. hospitals Calhoun. and medical stuff in this story. Yeah, yes. which is intriguing when it's juxtaposed with the whole uh, the submarines, right? Like how On are the other side connected? Of the world. Possibly, oh, I don't yeah. know yeah. how. It says it says it threatens the entire world. Yeah, uh, but so in the um like in the I, I'm I keep referencing the original album description. You guys all know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as far as that goes, the description says the future of their beloved town. And the entire world in the original description. So, is the are the nuclear subs capable of blowing up the world? <laughs> it's obviously it would definitely war. start war. Yeah, yeah, it could okay. trigger Which a wider war. Bad. Mm-hmm. But then the town itself is that just the same mm. stakes as the the nuclear war, or is it is it something else going on? Like, um, whatever the medical stuff is in odyssey I'm, i don't know i'm just throwing mm. out ideas at this point no yeah that makes sense i think yeah probably different but mm. also the same. someone had floated the idea that it, it might be personal this time this might be uh, a little yes, crazy right. but uh what if the chairman wants the nuke code so he can nuke odyssey hmm. i don't really think that's that what would, it is but <laughs> i would certainly get to be working at it for care of. to be working yeah. at that for all this time and to like for that to be his ultimate goal that seems you know it's, it seems pretty pretty short sighted for a guy who we saw pretty cool and collected at the end of Exit. So yeah, I agree. I don't know. It was just a, a yeah. yeah. A, Speaking a, a of pretty connection. cool and collected at the end of his episode, I'm really curious what his goals are now because whatever it's gonna be, it it, it you know it's gonna have to line up with his original, which was world domination or something of the like. Because you know, and he played that very from the shadows, very. Uh, you know, strategic. Yeah. So I'm really curious what kind of level of planning he's running right now and like what kind of organization he has around him now. And yeah, there's just so many unknowns. Yeah, something I, I, I can say I'm not a huge fan of is when the main villain has one plot and then he comes back later with a completely different plot. Yeah. Um, with So with Blackguard's Revenge, that it seems to be sort of a fringe case because it's not Blackguard, it's it's a virus. Right. But it's very much part of the Blaggard saga. Uh, something added afterward. Oh yeah, Blaggard put a virus into the into the Imagination Station, and oh yeah, he's gonna come back through Aubrey. But he, because Blaggard was such a megalomaniac, he was too. His focus wasn't such that he could just talk to Bobril and ask him, "Hey, can this virus cure? Can this can TA four one eight cure me, or can the mineral cure me?" And Bobril say yes, and Blaggard go, "Okay." I think he had other, um. He had a lot of <laughs> there was a lot going on in his head, <laughs> but with um with Mister Grote also in the Green Ring, he was the mastermind behind the conspiracy. When that fell, he resorted to okay, I'm gonna turn to Koflax, and then he yeah. was caught. It's it's it hasn't been always connected in Odyssey's past, which is why if it's not connected, I'll be understanding of that. But if it is connected, <laughs> I will love that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm not saying it has to be connected, but I hope it's on. Like it, it matches the strategical and slow, big picture thinking that we saw of the chairman before. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But it doesn't okay. Maybe he went a little insane, or more than he was already. <laughs> already. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Are we ready to wrap this thing up now? Yeah, I think I'm good. Sure. <laughs> no, but before it's the actual dead of night. 
Oh, it, it already is too late. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is fun. Well, anyway, Chad, thanks for jumping on this recording. It was really cool to have your premiere be this mm-hmm. episode's reaction. So uh, we'll uh, let you know about the next one. How about that? That sounds great, and thank you for having me. It's nice to meet you all. Yeah, you too. Unique, this was super fun. It's been a while since we've had you on our recording, so thanks yeah, for joining us again. my pleasure. I loved it. I always yeah. love nerding out about this stuff. <laughs> I love stories. <laughs> Timmy, thanks for joining in the interim. We will get back to the Scoopcast eventually. So Woo-hoo! thanks for hopping awesome. on. Yay. Thanks so much for having me. And Ryan, we all know who you are, so. Or do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you made that joke last time. I no, made sorry. it at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> and the beginning of last episode. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Really appreciate it, buddy. I am hinting at something here. No. <laughs> what are you hinting at? Am I missing one of I'm that he isn't I'm Ryan. I'm not who I think who you think I am. You think I I'm mean, Ryan Matlock. I'm actually Mayan Ratlock. Oh. That is a unfortunate last name. Oh. Let's get out of here. You're listening to AIO Audio News. Yeet! Okay.